Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Trigger warning, this episode contains conversations about suicide. If you are experiencing any mental health issues or need any emergency assistance for mental health issues, please dial 988. Hey, girl. Girl. Happy motherfucking Wednesday. Happy hump day, everyone. We made it. We did it. Just barely, but we did it. Barely. I'm proud of us. Um, disclaimer, people, if you hear my dog in the background, you don't. So. And disclaimer number two, if you hear me hacking up a lung, tis a season, and you don't. Perfect. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amber, I'm really excited because guess what? What? We have a very, very special guest host tonight. Yay! (laughs) It is an honor. It is a privilege. It is a pleasure. It is beyond for me to introduce our guest tonight. I've I've had... had... (laughs) Drop it. It's Jesus, everyone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I would love to welcome Joe Joseph to the show. Um, Joseph. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. Back. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for that wonderful introduction. That Are you cool. kidding me? Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Thank you guys for having me back. Absolutely. Oh, man. We had too much fun on this thing last time. And I really missed you and your... What, wait, what is it? Quote, unquote, unpopular opinions, Chelsea. Unpopular um, opinions, yes. Stitch it on a pillow, stitch it to a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Girl, so Maddie got her advent calendar. She got it today. Did you see the video? Yes. Girl, she was, like, beside herself. She just opened it and just sat there and just stared at it for, like, a minute, taking it all in. And then she oh was like, goodness. can you believe it? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline was like, oh, they'll have a couple days they'll have to catch up on. Be- oh, she's like, what? because you know, it's it's the sixth. And I was, I was like... <laughs> Well, we got a couple more days to catch up because actually it's the seventh. I was like, because oh, this was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. And I was like, oh, um... <laughs> well, don't tell Jacqueline that. I mean, Maddie can just eat all that candy now. For those last couple days. <laughs> it's, well, the one I got for Maddie is little books. It's like a little oh. princess story every day. It's educational. Okay. <laughs> Girl, and she ripped them all up. I was like, if you open past the seventh, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Listen, stop. We have to save it. We have to savor it. I love watching, um, like, kids, like, discover Christmas. Like, I just, I always look back to, like, when Jacqueline had her, like, second Christmas when she, like... There's a we have a picture of her when she's just looking at the tree with her yeah. little head and like oh when she was like a little ball head oh she, no she was starting to get a little big hair she had a little fro oh man but she I just remember just watching that it was kind of like the perfect capturing of the perfect moment of like her discovering like the magic of Christmas and it was 
it's kind of awesome so it was so and as they get older it's really really fun because she's just so excited and like when the day after christmas we put up all our christmas decorations and so she was just singing and we were watching like every year we watch the grinch and nightmare before christmas so we're doing that and she's just you know oh this is gonna go here and we're gonna put this here mommy and like you know oh where's this christmas thing and oh, yeah she was upset we weren't putting those um, oh, uh, those <laughs> she those was decorations up after thanksgiving the day after thanksgiving with, I mean, with seven people in the house okay you were <laughs> i'm sure you were i'm sure you two were okay i'm sure you were just past the point she was like, "Oh, so we're not, we're not doing no." Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm sure she I thought we were that. putting up Christmas decorations today, and you're like, "I just you have to be so assertive right now." <laughs> <laughs> this second, I think like, like, I just right. made you breakfast. Just, just eat. It's fine. Right. Um, Chelsea, are you doing Elf on the Shelf? No, I don't. I don't. I don't f with that. <laughs> okay well so what are your feelings with that what what's that like, like? why what did the what, that was so serious like, okay well multiple things i mean first and foremost i have a stepchild whose mother did do elf on the shelf so when he was in our home obviously we had to keep up the facade so <laughs> I just and, okay. And I, it's just I like first and foremost don't believe in it. So I was extra annoyed. And then second of all, these kids like it would be 30 seconds and my stepson would be like, Oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew he's not real. He hasn't moved. And I was like, get can I get like 30 seconds to like remove the doll? So I, all right, so, so Chelsea, you're gonna be it's uh, it's because you personally had to be involved with the elf. I had to be involved against my will because, of course, I didn't want to break, like, Christmas spirit. Well, right. I mean, and yeah. Then, but then also, like, I, listen, we were getting our Christmas tree this weekend. And this guy said, listen, Santa's watching, so you better be good. I was like, <laughs> Jesus is watching, so you better be good every day. Oh. Okay? I don't care. Oh. Be good. Do the right thing when nobody's looking. That's character. Listen, I can't. I can't with that stuff. I can't. Oh, my goodness. Where Jacqueline, I think, can have an elf because she is good all the time. <laughs> oh. The elf is truly just the magic. Well, I guess one somebody, um, one of my friends said that her daughter's friend at school is so excited every day because she's like, what did your elf do? What did your elf do? Because they don't do it at her house. Oh. And then her mom told her that only children don't get an elf. And I was like, Jesus, that's horrible. That okay, we don't have to be mean about it. Maddie gets it at school. They do it at school. I feel like that's enough. Oh, well, I mean, if they do it at school, girl, that's that is a lot. Because when I first started doing it here, and then Paul's like, wait, we have to move it every night. Where does it start happening? Like, (laughs) I feel like this is like a recent occurrence with the elf on the shelf thing. Like, no, no, five, six years. No, my stepson is 17 now. This is when he was a child. Oh, yeah, he was like four. Oh, yeah, little. Mom didn't believe in the elf then. I'm assuming that uh, we didn't really have any Uh, Christmas traditions. Listen, listen, you guys, you know how we grew up. You know, <laughs> our parents would be doing off on the shelf. Stop right now. <laughs> that would have been a firm no. Like, oh well. Santa, no, Jesus, Amen. Okay. Nope. Ooh, I mean, actually, though, no, Santa, that, that, don't cuss in this house. I feel like that was a real thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
oh my gosh, look, I'm turning into my mom. Uh, right. <laughs> Don't worry, I realized I be I became her a while ago. It's fine. Just oh yeah, him. he told me he was like, I think I'm mom. <laughs> you, you know, know what? what? It'd be like that sometimes. It, it does. It do be like that sometimes because listen, sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, wow, I'm having such a vivid flashback of my own childhood and being told like it's happening. Yeah, I do it with Jacqueline. I was like, oh my, oh no. What oh, did you no. say? To, did you use like? Did you use one of the lines? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Where are your house slippers? Like <laughs> your, your house slippers. <laughs> Are you not? Why aren't you wearing socks? You know, why grandma's you gonna socks? yell at you and really yell at me for right? not yelling at you. Right, right. <laughs> Girl, I took her. I took her to uh, so Chelsea. So I, me and um Jacqueline had a gunkle day, and I took her to grandma's house. And gunkle, gunkle day. Gunkle day. <laughs> so yeah. special. And uh, I bring her over. First thing out of grandma's mouth: Why she? Why does she not have on extra like another layer? Why does she have? Why does she have on tights? Why I can, she have on I tights? Can, uh, I can see this unfolding. Joseph being like, "Mom, we literally just walked in the door." <laughs> I, I, I was. I mean, I was shook. I, I thought I did good. <laughs> She's only wearing one layer. I but didn't that. I tell you to put tights on her? Did you? And then, but you were like. <laughs> I don't Just, you know really felt little. like it was that cold. No, because it over Thanksgiving it wasn't that cold. It was so off think, and on. Yeah, so I think I did say put, and then you were like, "You're right." She she note like as soon as she saw her, she knew. Like, well, my bad. I thought she had some on. I just. I didn't give her the the like the two. The, I gave her the, the one once over. over yeah, for, like the second once over. You know, on me. Oh my goodness. Listen, Ting. Listen, Ting. I said listen, Ting. Listen, parenting ain't easy, okay? Gunkling ain't easy. Mm-mm. 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 It's not. Y'all, you have too much energy, and I don't know how you do it. Know. <laughs> too much energy. Okay, you know what? That is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me in my entire life. I feel like I'm permanently tired and, like, have a permanent backache. It, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I... That's what happens. That's what happens. It'd be like that. Hmm. Uh, so, um, the reason that we have a special co-host today is because I wanted to talk about the story going down in North Carolina about the controversial drag show that ended early following a power outage. And this comes from the Fayetteville Observer and the pilot. Um, Sunrise Theater had a drag performance show that had generated significant protests and controversy in the town and on social media. So there was specifically one person really behind this um, protest and backlash about the drag show, a lady who lived in the area, Um, a fundraiser for Sand Hills Pride, which was a local nonprofit supporting the LGBTQ community. The show had originally allowed for children and teenagers to attend, but due to the angry protests online, the Sunrise and Sand Hills Pride announced that only individuals aged 18 and older would be admitted. So even after they did that, there was still a lot of issues and they were getting a lot of threats. So the sheriff there, uh, Field, said that gunshots were fired at the substations taking out power at about 7 p.m. And then shortly after, a second substation was attacked, spreading to the greater, the whole greater county. So more than 40,000 customers were without power. 
all the residents on Monroe or Moore County Jail. Moore County, yeah. Moore County um are under a curfew until Sunday. So they have to be in their homes from after 9 p.m. to 5 um, in the morning. Yeah, till 5 a.m. So the energy company re- um responded that the targeted attacks on the two substations knocked out power to thousands of customers and it would take days to repair and officials didn't really know when it would be back up so they said unlike storms where you can go in and kind of reroute power and reboot you can't do that in this case so they have to actually go in and fix everything or completely put in like new parts and and everything like that so it's taken a while um i I watched an update today on it i sent it to you chelsea that there was still just thousands of people that were out without power um, and they were talking about people, you know, who have to use oxygen tanks and <clears throat> who are on dialysis machines and different things like hospitals and stuff are using generators. So it's just really crazy. But I'll stop talking and let you weigh in, Joe, since you that is where you lived for how long did you live there? Yeah, I mean, I lived there for about two and a half years. Um, I, I had just moved here <clears throat> and, um to Fayetteville, like, you know, in what, uh, January, March? So, oh, like, so really time frame. So, yeah, very recently. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've only lived here for about, like, 10 months. So, yeah, like, my my old neighborhood, they were out of power. Um, everyone I work with, they, um, for the most part, the majority of us live in that area, Moore County, Southern Pines, Pinehurst, Aberdeen. Those are really big places um, where people live. It's a very military area, too. And so, like, no, yeah, it it was crazy. So it's funny because when we first heard that the power was out, a lot of times when we get storms and stuff, so the town I lived in was Vass. Like, the greater, like, city of Vass would go, like, would usually, like, the, uh, they'd have a power outage or something. My neighborhood was usually pretty good. So I, I figured there was something kind of like that. So I kind of thought it was a joke at first. And, right. And, you know, we kind of laughed about it. Like, oh, you know, they're in the country. That's what you guys get for living out in the boonies. But then, you know, when I found out that, you know, there was a, there's a drag show and that there's controversy and that somebody shot up two substations like i'm looking at the cnn article it's talking about they found like two dozen shell casings from a high-powered rifle um they characterize it as targeted attacks on infrastructure yeah this is you domestic know, terrorism 100 percent. absolutely i mean because when you attack infrastructure critical infrastructure that is um a national security and there's bases dilemma. in that area and a lot of military people Exactly. I mean, all, all around, I mean, even if the military element wasn't here, right, that's right. still a critical infrastructure. And that is something that the Department of um, Homeland Security, the FBI, like those, those are things that they look out for because those are targeted and strategic attacks or could be characterized as such. So it it is wild. You know, we... <laughs> you know, uh, the focus of, like, you know, the war on terror and all that stuff, like, you just don't often think about, like, wow, there are are so many, like, elements here at home that can also do that, that can do domestic terrorism. Right. Well, and how easy it is to take things out, too, because um, a lot of our infrastructure here isn't, like, manned and isn't, Mm. um, 
doesn't have like security so you can easily drive up to a substation somewhere and there's like yeah there's fences and gates and stuff like that but you can get close enough to do anything you need to you know so I when I was reading a story that that was something I was thinking about too was just like we are so vulnerable and because so much of, of America spread out and in the country so like you you know you're kind of in the middle of nowhere when you're going out to those substations no definitely and I mean I uh, were there cameras I that, that was something that I couldn't really I think get. so I think they did catch somebody on camera okay so that was something I really didn't um, get a good gauge on whether or not like they sabotaged the cameras whether there were cameras you know what I mean yeah but those substations are also very they're very isolated like you're yeah exactly so, like I mean but it I don't know. And I mean, out of conjecture, like, I mean, ha- somebody had to have had at least some like municipal, um, municipal, eh, municipality knowledge or like understanding of the power grid to know to, ta- to target those specific like substations or to even hit substations to take out. Right. Like you right. had at least researched or known somebody, you know, it's just such an interesting and scary thing. Well, and the lady who, um, the crazy woman, who was in charge of all these protests and threats and stuff to the original drag show, she said, like, the police went and, of course, talked to her, talked to her and interviewed her and stuff. And she said, the Lord works in mysterious ways. And then I was done. Was so this the same? Is... <laughs> is this the same lady that went? That was an officer in the army that went to the January sixth protest, and then obviously she resigned. Is this that lady? Because I know they were trying to connect her as well because she had said <clears throat> something. Oh, um, no, I don't know. I don't think because so. she had, she had sent out a dog whistle, something along the lines of um, you know, what's going down and more. Oh, or, right, yeah, something like yeah. That. So, yeah. on social media so yeah. I mean <clears throat> yeah I think it is the same woman I didn't really want to say her name but let me but I'll just check uh, but... why not? oh honey say her name say her name <laughs> I just hate giving the crazies just like <sighs> well and the, just, this is just a side note I mean amen yes the lord does work in mysterious ways however I don't believe he uses firearms Okay, and and it's the, the thing about it, yeah. Sorry, go on, Chelsea. My bad. No, no. P- period. That was it. <laughs> uh, no, it's like okay, if it actually was in response to the drag show, because it hasn't officially been linked, it is just very um coincidental. Okay, very very much so. I'll give it. I'll, I'll say that, but um, you're gonna pun like your your mentality is to punish the entire county. Well, that's right. what I mean. I'm like, just to, just to stop a drag show. So the people that are on heart or like on um, right. medical equipment, it's winter. little babies who are it's in the winter. NICU, food expensive, just... you know, you're, you're going to knock my fridge out. You know what I mean? Like what? That's what I'm saying. Like, Grocery it doesn't make any right sense. Right now. Oh. Gas ain't cheap right now to go power a generator. No. You know? What? Like, no. So, like, I mean, the, you know, they, they knocked out um, stoplights. People got in car accidents. Um, oh, I saw that. You know, like, yeah, like, it, it knocked everything out. So, like, I, the sheriff was saying that, you know, any 
any like collateral damage or like deaths or anything of that nature that results from this, they will be charged like when they find them. As you know? they should be. And to they the better extent. find them. I agree. I mean, could we have the FBI, Department of Homeland Security out here? I mean, this is this is um, you know, this is a big deal. Well, part of me wonders, like, could people actually I know I know people can be that hateful, but can people actually be that stupid to knock out an entire power grid as opposed to like, I don't know, going to where the drag show was and knocking that power out? You know, I, I that's the question, because that's why I said what I said before, like, wow, like, your is your mentality that you're just going to punish the whole town, right? The whole... So, you ready? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, the one thing that, you know, kind of how I'm like, well, like, that's a really strong coincidence, however, like, could somebody be that dumb? And then Rainey specifically said, I'm reading an article where she's quoted and she specifically says, I told them, she's speaking to police officers who came to her home. She said, I told them God is chastising more county. Yeah. Yeah, that's not specific. God is chastising the LGBTQ. God is chastising more county. Right. What did the power outage affect? More the county. entire yeah. county. 706 square miles of county. Yeah. I feel like that says, hey, I might have did it. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I that's just that is very, a very specific choice of words. It is, it is that she picked and she decided to say, yeah. And I mean, it calls back to kind of what I was saying. Like, I mean, wow, like, was there mentality to punish the town? Like, right, right, like, yeah, because they and also that. how hateful and evil. Like, like, I literally think of that kids in the NICU, little babies. Right. Or like people on heart monitor like get out of here with that you're messing with people at their home their kids they're right like, newborn all of it yeah like actually though <gasps> and oh my gosh Amber, get... breast milk in the fridge oh god in the freezer oh that's my disgusting. goodness i had so actually when i was in virginia we had a hurricane or whatever and so our power went out and i lost a ton of breast milk in my free I just cried that is devastating I, you told me about that yeah and I was trying I was like giving it away you know to people and stuff but you have to use it what was it within like 24 hours once it's yeah, unthawed okay. yeah so oh, yeah. it was just it was so devastating I was like and I, I didn't even now I kind of have learned some tips and stuff about like you know, put ice in your washing machine or like fill your bathtub, you know, different stuff, but fill water bottles up with ice when you know the with water when you know the hurricane's coming. But yeah, so that and that's what I was thinking about too. Like just so much stuff is just so devastated when you have no power and medicine that has to be in the freezer and stuff like that is um that can go bad. So, well, and we like, all know that's expensive. Right. So expensive. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but like also, Joseph, like you were saying, how I, like I had said, I'm like, could you possibly be this idiotic? And I kind of answer my own question when, I mean, hate is stupidity, it is ignorance. So, possibly, but even how you were saying, like, <laughs> You know, when somebody goes up into a club of people minding their own business, doing their own thing and shoots it up, 
you're stupid. Like yeah. that's stupid. So who knows? I cannot wait to see the final investigation and the outcome of this. And I truly, I mean it when I say that I hope that they, they um, persecute to the fullest extent. They need to. I mean, yeah. it's, it's terrorism. It's, it's a federal, you know, this is a federal thing. It's national coverage. This is it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and listen, if Todd and Julie Chrisley can go to prison, what? so can you. It's just such a very, it's just so fatalist. It's just a fatalist mentality of like, you know, and, it, and these all these like kind of ultimatums. It's like, you know, nothing can, where's our compromise? Honestly, like, where is it? Where Where's the compromise lie? Because, like, at the end of the day, like, we're, and it's America, we're this great experiment, you know, everybody's here, we're in the same country, we all have different ideas of what right looks like or, or how one should live. Like, where is the compromise on, you know, how we can all live and per, and have that pursuit of happiness that we all, you know, have under the Constitution? Like, right. where where is it? Exactly, because that's what that's what the government is for. The government is for you to ha- is to come in to the middle when your rights are now infringing on somebody else's rights. You know, when so you feel like this shouldn't happen, so I'm gonna go shoot up stuff. Nah, now you're infringing on everybody else, and it's not okay. And people need to understand that that we're not gonna put up with that. So I do hope that they were prosecuted, and I hope they figure it out soon and. And everybody gets their power back. And I mean, I really hope people that are, you know, poorer and struggling right now that there's some type of assistance or help that they can get with, like, getting groceries and getting water and, you know, medicine and any type of stuff that they need. Like, I hope that there's assistance out there for those people and those families. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, um, and I mean, they might find them, you know, a little sooner than you think. So um, the I was reading um, there is up to seventy five thousand dollars um, of a bounty. That, Ooh. Uh, yeah. So, Somebody knows something. You know, <laughs> yeah. so like uh, the state Duke Energy, which is the energy company and the Moore County itself um, are offering each um, twenty five thousand dollars for information. Yeah. So. Ooh. Um, hopefully somebody. I mean, hey, like, you gotta pay, we gotta pay these bills. So but hopefully somebody has something to say, um, and comes forward because, you know, yeah, say it right, say it tight. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us on this segment of our show, and I hope to have you back soon as a Me guest too. co-host. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. It's always a blast with you two. Um, I love your show. Oh, thank you. <gasps> thank you. I do. You guys are doing great. Thanks. You guys have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So, on some more... Let's go a little bit more lighthearted. Ooh. <laughs> Here. Um, so... Kate Middleton has been running around. Um, I think she's, I love the way her style and fashion. I think she's great. Um, But she is, obviously, she talks a lot about, like, sustainable fashion and stuff like that. Oh, does she? I didn't know that. Right. So she she rented a dress. Um, She rents a lot of dresses and wears them. She flies coach. 
Um, she wears a lot of Princess Diana's jewelry. And so those are ways that like she tries to be like practice what she preaches. And I just really appreciated that. And the dress that she wore when she was here in the States. Um, the green it, one? Yes. <laughs> the earshot <laughs> prize in Boston is where she was. Yes, that green dress was everything. With that, like, I think the choker had some emeralds in it. It did. Was it emeralds? It. Girl, but listen, here's the deal. One thing, I one call it I will make. Her dress matched the carpet. So when she was on the green carpet, I felt like she kind of faded in. If it were not oh. for those emeralds, honey, keeping her, <laughs> keeping her, keeping her from the carpet. Oh yeah. my goodness! I didn't she, even notice that. She is so. Um, th- I hope this doesn't come off. I I just she. I feel like she is so petite. No, I yes because you don't want you don't want people to think you're making fun of them. No, but, I um, listen. I, no, I, think I was she looks actually, great thinking the same thing and i don't know if it's just because we haven't seen her out and about in a while or like not with a coat but i was like oh my gosh she's so tiny she's like so tiny and tall you know how like usually petite people can tend to be not all the time but most often you'll see them being a little bit shorter no she is like tall and petite and just doing it after three kids okay okay girl (laughs) get it blending in with the carpet okay I didn't <laughs> Thank God speaking of her arch nemesis so Meghan Markle and Prince Henry have a documentary coming out Harry oh Henry <laughs> Harry Harry they do um, have a documentary can I just tell you this <laughs> yes ma'am okay a direct quote from the just released trailer no one knows the full truth we know the full truth <laughs> From Harry. I feel like it's going to be this salacious buildup. It's going to be this whole thing. And then you're going to watch the four hours of this crazy documentary. (laughs) And then it's it's still going to be like the same answers that you have now. I don't think they're going to reveal anything other than what we already know. That basically they weren't falling in line with what the family had going on. There was a few racist things. And they left. And a few hurt feelings. So for those reasons. And then... um, what's her name megan was experiencing some um mental health scares because of that so they left right and i think that's exactly what the documentary well there was be. people saying that they felt like the trailer for it was misleading i feel like it's gonna be so misleading. because they said it's actually because i read i saw the trailer and then i read something and i was like this is a really like like loving happy movie about them and i was like what what this, <laughs> this is not some dark and steamy like what <laughs> dark and steamy <laughs> well no i feel like it's gonna be exactly what we know now but like listen um uh, megan and harry need to make their money because they are not under their father's money anymore right. um under his father's money anymore. i mean so- i just thought that was just real messed up that they really just told that boy okay like we're not giving you no money like <laughs> Well, I mean, because it's not like he can go work at Walmart or something. Like, I just don't really know. I don't, like, when you're at that level and to and where it's, like, a security risk, too, it's not like he can really just go out and get a normal job to really be able, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of just, like, um, what are they really supposed to do? I don't know. Did you watch any of The Crown? No, girl. Oh, girl, it's so, it's so much. But there, (laughs) there is, um, one of the, he was supposed to be king, but he abdicated because he wanted to marry an American divorcee. 
and oh my (laughs) very salacious so when he abdicated the throne like he gave up his job but it wasn't like he could go get a job anywhere so basically him and his wife were basically like held up in their mansion and they had servants and they would have a lot of parties and people over but they lived off of like their allowance from the crown and like it wasn't really like they could make go out and really like make their own money and do it like what are you gonna do you were hey you're the guy who was supposed to be king and now he's not because you want to be with that girl but also like did he did harry leave with nothing well i don't know i feel like he had to have something and megan was a millionaire like a low millionaire but still a millionaire yeah so it's not like they're like like, let me go um let me just grab some stuff from the dining room real quick before we head out (laughs) not the dining room before we head out i'm about the silverware um, like that bag looks a little heavy like don't worry about it yeah um megan you go wait in the car megan and you go get in the car i'm gonna go but they also i bet like when they because they probably were thinking about it and talking about it and they're both they both seem really smart so i feel like they probably knew that they could get like oprah interviews or right, deals right, or book right. deals and also like i don't fully understand the world of philanthropy but i know that megan is super into it yeah so i don't know if that's like a money-making lifestyle um, so basically if you're like normally you'll run some type of nonprofit or organization and if it's a big organization, you can make a lot of money because your organization's making a lot of money. Okay. Um, the only downside to stuff like that is when you look at um, certain things like the American Red Cross. Um, and like when you give donations to certain things and you find out only like 10% of that of, of their overall budget goes to charity and like most of their money goes to like corporate salaries then it's bullshit so i think you gotta there has to be like a line like a fine line uh, well, you like, know but you know what megan also has a podcast and here's one thing that i have learned there's a podcast that i listen to and the two hosts are like ex um reality tv stars quote unquote but they weren't like their shows weren't necessarily massive and they both speak about how they are making such insane money like doing podcasting so i think if these and like listen i'm not trying to put them down in any way i literally don't miss an episode i'm just saying that like if they're making incredible money right then what's megan making off of a spotify podcast right just saying well i would just like to throw in some plugs for our podcast here because we hit 1000 streams ladies and gentlemen 1000 can you believe that i can't believe that and we hit 82 on the <coughs> apple podcast charts ladies and gentlemen i can't even i can't even believe it either like okay i have i have a personal question to ask you yes do you like listen to the whole podcast that we do after we do it? Yes, me too. Every week, <laughs> I don't miss an episode, and I laugh. Me too. Um, Girl, every normally time I'm doing it just because I'm editing it anyway, so I have to listen. Um, oh, I'm doing it just because I'm nosy. Like yeah, I don't have no. any editing. Yeah, I just <laughs> I want to hear like, it again. My mom gives me like notes on episodes, like, "Oh, well, I really liked when Chelsea said this, or I really liked this, or whatever." She was trying to leave reviews, um, and she was like, "Why can't I leave more like a review per episode?" And I was like, "I don't think you can't do that." <laughs> um, thank you, Coach. Thank you for your support. Thank um, you. But yeah, definitely. 
people out there um give us a review give us a like and subscribe definitely share it with everybody um we really appreciate that and that helps us and we're in canada now baby so we have oh, Canada some <laughs> new listeners up north, which is super great. Um, How y'all yeah. doing up there? Y'all cold? Oh, because it is too warm down here. Listen, it's sixty it, degrees today. Why babe. was like, it so humid? I, I don't decided know. Decided to wear a slick back ponytail, and well. It frizzed up, so <laughs> that's how I felt about that. Well, you know what? There was no winning today. It was the weather won the world zero. <laughs> I was like, why is it so sticky and warm? Oh, my goodness. On December 7th. Right. So, um, I wanted to get into something a little bit more serious now. Girls, let's um, boogie. So, four sailors from the same command died by suicide. And this is according to the Navy Times. We had the four sailors who died by suicide took their own lives between October 29th and November 26th. The four sailors were all assigned to the same command. And that command is the Mid-Atlantic Regional Maintenance Center in Norfolk. And that's in Virginia. The report states that many sailors in the unit were grappling with personal issues, a lack of mental health resources, and felt undervalued and overworked by their superiors. So I was looking at a video about this. So before the last two suicides, they brought in a special counselor to come talk to the whole command. And this is when the counselor was saying that there's a lot of sailors that were dealing with personal issues, mental health issues, feeling undervalued, feeling overworked. And she said there was just like a sadness at the command. Uh. And then after that, after she spoke with the command and told him and did like this whole thing, a sailor killed himself that day. And then one like a couple days later... And these multiple suicides at this command follow a similar rash of suicides among the crew of the aircraft carrier George Washington earlier this year. So this is just terrible. And I feel like things like this don't get enough press and I feel like they should. Um, But, you know, uh, veteran suicide, active duty suicide is an epidemic and we have sailors four sailors dying by suicide in you know at the same place obviously something's wrong that's not okay you know what is what is going on and what are we doing to where we have all these people wanting to kill themselves and we have they're saying now 44 veterans a day are killing themselves and when you add on drug overdoses and stuff like that that's insane I and I just I don't I don't know what to do because I feel like it's something that people aren't really talking about and it's an epidemic and I feel like if it was any other group of people then we would be screaming at the top of our lungs like all these people are killing themselves. Well, like they need to they need to like shut down their little thing, figure it out from the top to the bottom because obviously people aren't doing okay. Clearly. And this is the thing, too. Like, hello, um, these are the people that literally fight for our freedom and our safety. <laughs> like, we should make sure they're well. Right. Like, we should make sure they're not dropping like flies because they are. 
because they are. And I had some crazy stuff going down in the military. I added this last story in. um, A Navy sailor assigned to the USS Theodore Roosevelt was found dead on the ship on Monday. And the sailor was found unresponsive on the ship. And this ship is in Puget Sound um, over in Washington State. And efforts to revive the sailor were unsuccessful. Um, A sailor was pronounced dead at the scene. And this is according to the USS Teddy Roosevelt spokesman. So you're right. There's a lot going on. Like, what is that? Uh, um, I think that there needs to be a deep dive, but I feel like nobody, there's no cover-up, like a military cover-up. He says they're Kardashian cover-up. But it's like the military and the Kardashian cover up. And know what? Probably the Balenciaga cover up to blame the Kardashians for the for the cover up. What I oh, that's a whole other girl. What? Because there is a there is a Balenciaga update. Um. So when we first talked about it, Chelsea read the statement. We told you guys that Balenciaga was looking at the third party who was involved in getting all the props and setting up the photo shoot for the one that featured the um, Supreme Court case. Well, allegedly, they were going to sue them for a couple million dollars. 25. 25 million. And then Balenciaga dropped the lawsuit. And then Demna, one of the top designer, or I think the like top designer, made a statement as well. Well, I feel like they probably started doing a little investigation and realized that Balenciaga was to, bl- to blame, and so they dropped their own lawsuit. Yeah, because they are to blame. And I think it is really interesting. And girl, you know how I feel about the Kardashians. And I still am like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't agree with Kim's statement. At least she said something. And like, why is this all of a sudden Kim's fault now? Like, right. nobody, no other celebrity is saying anything. There's a right. few, like, quote-unquote, I, I don't know if, what the best word for it is. Maybe not no-name celebrities, but there's a few, like... B-list. B-list. Yeah, like, who have said something. But it's, other than that, has been radio silence from right. anybody of fame. Right. And, like, but I think that because of the silence that we're seeing from that side, it's becoming more and more Kim Kardashian's fault. We're like, you might not have agreed with her statement, but at least right. she said something. No, and that's kind of how I feel too. And I'm like, there has to, there is room in the middle because I feel like she's the scapegoat and Balenciaga is the one who did it. At the end of the day, Kim didn't do it. So, <laughs> I know. like, should she have said something sooner? Absolutely. But she did now. She's not. She turned down whatever work she had to do with them. It's on Balenciaga to get it together and actually fix itself and get right. And I'm so confused, though. Like, (coughs) excuse me. Why? Why the silence in a culture where, like, if you sneeze wrong, you're dumb. If you slap some if like, girl, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, that was bad. Right. It was not good. But I didn't. I I couldn't escape that Girl, when I, I was wanted so to. Sick of that. I, well, <laughs> but like everywhere I went, I was like, "How am I okay?" I, like, I get it. I was like, "How are you writing a thesis about this?" Like, that's y'all, what I'm saying. It's fine. It's, it's, he's I think okay. I was like, "I think he's okay." And and like, okay, so so Will Smith slapped 
Chris Rock, who was a grown man, and he stood up and he was totally fine. And obviously he was probably embarrassed and his face hurt probably a little bit, but he like kept moving. These are literal children who have been victimized. This is pedophilia that has been endorsed and promoted. Whose kids are these? Who's and like and like nobody is saying a word so now this goes to like the next level where i'm like you want to try to tell me that pedophilia isn't running rampant in our world and in hollywood you could not pay me enough money to convince me that that is not the truth like and i think it's disgusting that kids always come last we're out here screaming about will smith and chris rock when they're both Mm -hmm. grown men and Mm -hmm. these kids are just kids always come last and it's disgusting like it's you're disgusting i'm so disgusted with hollywood i have been for a while but this is at a completely different well i think too it's just it's not even just them it's the whole thing because you're right kids do come last like when you look at um when how long people are going to jail (coughs) you know when you look at people going to jail for certain crimes and stuff for and crimes against kids and crimes against women girl i will never against, ever be able to put crimes down. against crimes against weed like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 40 years 40 years for three joints okay and what is it three months for pedo- like a, a crime against a sexual assault against a child or how 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 girl i it's disgusting no no and i'm and never I, gonna let think, it go side note never I gonna think, let it go more than hollywood i think that our court system really shows the morals of our country and what our country really cares about right because if it did then we would be giving harsher punishments to those people and taking those taking those investigations those charges those acts and stuff way more seriously because even i mean the same way that you know women are treated in when they go into a police station and they're trying to report a crime and are treated, i'm not saying kids are treated the same way when they go in initially like that but like as far as then the women involved in that and who's believing the story and you know well this man is a pillar of our community he seemed like such a good thought fo- like there's just so much patriarchy you know what i mean and, and kind of involved and that whole thing in it and it's just you know these like these poor kids and let's hold people accountable who are actually doing stuff right and like i think i'm like i don't know if we've like where where's the list of people from that were on epstein's island and why has there been no further investigation just saying i'm saying when i watched that y'all i watched that (laughs) wait what was her name (laughs) galane galane i watched the galane documentary and I was telling Chelsea, I was like, after I watched it, and I was trying to figure out how to say this, but I was like, I just feel like she's really terrible, and she did, like, a lot of really terrible things, and actually may she burn in hell, but I was like, I kind of feel like she's the only one getting in trouble for this, and she's, like, the only girl in this. Right. Like, I just, it made me feel some type of way about it. I think rightly so. Because none of the men who were involved who did the actual, like, she gets a special spot. Like, she gets Mm -hmm. her spot all her own for Mm -hmm. initiating and recruiting and putting Mm -hmm. other women and children in that situation. Like, that's a spot all her own. However, what about the people who actually did the acts? Like, what? hello and i and know what i'm so i'm so tired of and i know like obviously if you're speaking truth to power it's gonna be dangerous 
You know what I mean? It, it is. And I think it's always been that, like that, you know, um, in our world. It's always been people coming out, speaking truth to power. There's always going to be a risk. But at the same time, y'all, I'm so tired of, oh, you know, we know that there was politicians and who? Who? So that I can, we can X everybody off the list. All right. We don't care where they sit. We don't care what side they're on. Give us their names, please. Well, so and number like, one, do an investigation. Right. We, we can kick them out of whatever seat they have. Number two, they need to go to jail. And we need to investigate everybody. Like, well, it's just... what's it called? The three off the top of my head George Bush, Bill Clinton, and Trump. All of them. Beyonce and Jay Z. All of them. Lady Gaga. So, and, the, and the thing is, too, it's because it's like you need to do an investigation because there were so many people who used his jet or who stayed at the island by themselves or whatever that I think you do need to have. And this is why investigations are so important, too, because you don't want to just throw everyone under the bus, but you want to get the people who need to be gotten. And then you want to make sure we're not like lynching the other people who maybe weren't involved in it. But how would you know that unless you do an investigation? Well, see, so, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you see all this like call out about like the list, the list, the list. The list. Like the list is massive. But like, like I said, let's do an investigation into the list. Right. Who was there when? Who did what? That I guarantee you, there's footage going around. Yeah, there was like there was fake flight manifest going around where people were being added to it, um, and there was even some celebrities added to it. And then people were like, "Guys, if this celebrity was actually on the plane, they would have been a kid. Like at the like they would have been been trafficked." Right. So there was like fake lists going again, but that's why you got to investigate. Like that's that's why you need to go into that so you know if they're because the thing about people who do shady stuff everybody around them doesn't always know that they're shady and i think that's on purpose because they also want to have that you know be around good people and from what i saw from the documentary about epstein and about jelaine gillian um is that <laughs> Gillian. <laughs> Gillian. whatever her name is right what i what both of them they wanted to be close to power you know and they both wanted to be like close to influential people so they were always trying to get like whoever was popular at the moment to like come hang out with them and like come be their friend which is kind of weird um you know, so then there, so then I think you kind of had like that aspect of that in there too with them, which was creepy because there probably was people who just went there to hang out. And then there was definitely people who went there to have um, an inappropriate time with exactly. underage women, children, with children. Oh, yeah. So, but girl, nope. Um, anyway, <laughs> put them all in jail. Put them all in jail. All the ones, all all the guilty ones. Put all the guilty ones in jail. Lock them up. Throw away the key. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. Girl, (laughs) we do not have time to touch on this in this episode, but I definitely, guys, we're going to talk about it next episode. Um, We're going to talk about the kidnapping and murder of little Athena Strand. Oh, my gosh. um, I really want to be able to give this enough time for us to have a conversation about it. Um. 
and give it the care that it deserves. So I don't want to get into it this episode, but please know that's something that we are definitely going to cover next episode. And I wanted to give a quick shout out here. Um, in my area, it's going to be cold well, and snowing soon. So we are looking for snow angel volunteers. So if anybody would like to volunteer, Neighborhood Works of Northeastern Pennsylvania, um, you can go to their Facebook page and do their QR code and become a volunteer to go um, shovel some snow for some old people. You know, help, oh my out. Gosh, help out. I love right. that. I know. It's so cute. That is so cute. That's God's work. So definitely um, applications are due by December 16th. So please make sure you contact them. Um, oh, either phone number is 570-558-2490. Also, like I said, if you go to Neighborhood Works Northeastern Pennsylvania, they have a Facebook page, and then you can just scan the QR code. So they need volunteers. Make sure you um, go help out. Yes. Yes. So that is really sweet and cute, though. I know. I love it. <laughs> and I just want to give a special thank you to all our listeners and supporters, um, we couldn't do it without you. We really appreciate you guys. We've been kicking ass here lately, and we're really proud of it. So thank you so much. Definitely continue to share our podcast with friends. Our podcast was in the top 15% of podcasts shared globally. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. So keep continuing to share with your friends, spread the word, continue to listen to our episodes, and we really appreciate you guys. We really do. I'll chat soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Politics That Make It Fashion. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, click that listener support button. Then stay tuned for next week's all-new episode wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. My website is www.ambervila.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Amber underscore underscore Viola on Facebook, Amber Viola, or you can follow me on Twitter at Queen Black. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-L-A-Q-U. Chat soon.